Our next retreat is finally here. It's called Adventures in Energetics, and it's happening November 8th to the 14th, 2024 in Boquete, Panama. This seven-day, six-night retreat in the beautiful cloud forest of Panama is going to be a unique experience. This program is a not-for-beginners retreat. And what I mean by that is you will actually have to fill out an application before you will be accepted to be able to register for the program because we are going to be doing more advanced level energetics and I need to make sure that everybody who comes is actually ready for the work. We will be doing a Kundalini awakening. We will be doing group visioning process called a spiritual canoe. We will be doing daily presence practices and working on expanding our energy. We will be doing daily rituals. This process will be related to specifically the people who are there because in addition to filling out the questionnaire about what your experience is, you're also gonna ask for what it is that you'd like to learn. So part of the curriculum for this is set and part of it will be designed around the desires of the participants. I only have 20 beds available for this retreat, so it will fill up quickly. So this is the time to register. Do not wait. To find out more, go to kellysparta.com forward slash retreat. I look forward to seeing you there. Another blood red sunset and yet another moon face and still another hundred miles to my next resting place. Driving down the road, eyes on the horizon, within my car I'm all Feeling good and feeling strong Knowing that this path I'm on brings me to myself I'm driving Hey now all, I'm Joey C. Welcome back to another episode of Spirit Sherpa. This is the show that helps and encourages you on your journey to unlock your magic mojo. With me, as always, is the spirit doctor, Kelly Sparta. Hey, Kelly. Hey, Joey. How's it going? Good as always. Now, I know... We don't necessarily want to say it's Harry Potter world, but this episode has got me thinking about Defense Against the Dark Arts. So for reals, we're talking about psychic self-defense this week. Yes. But we're not doing that alone. No. 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 I, I twisted Karen's arm and asked her to come back for another podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts. So it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> she had so much fun the first two times. Like we're just like, yeah, let's do it again. <laughs> so welcome back, Karen. Thank you. We're talking psychic self-defense, and I'm going to ask the very basic question, what the heck does that mean? Okay, so psychic self-defense is a function of being able to take care of yourself on the astral and off. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. When you think about energetics, one of the first things that happens when people get into magic is that they start to work with the energy more. And what happens is that your energy field gets brighter on the astral when you start to work mm -hmm. more energy. Okay. And so you become more visible and you look like lunch. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's true. They just, things come to chew I've on just you. never heard <laughs> said that way, but I love it. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, things come to chew on you. Yeah. You know, they do. And, and some of these things are chewing on you because you just have high energy and they want some. Mm -hmm. uh, some of them feed off of very specific energies. So they'll feed off of negative energy or mm -hmm. angry energy or sad energy or, you know, whatever the energy is. And they will encourage you to feel that way so they can eat more. Okay. Okay. And so it becomes part of this negative spiral. 
And so, you know, psychic self-defense begins at its most basic level at being able to protect yourself from these things, how to clear your energy field, how to set up a shield, how to set up a temporary shield, how to set up up permanent shields, Mm -hmm. how to protect your house. It's very funny. I have housekeepers who come into my house and they go, it's so quiet in here. I'm like, (laughs) yes, that would be because it's very well protected. (laughs) Um, And at the extreme level, it's how to prevent demons from possessing you and how to take an, an attack from another shaman or from another witch or another person and deflect it or diffuse it. How to defend yourself from direct attack and, mm-hmm. you know, curses and things like that. So there's a wide spectrum of what counts as psychic self-defense, but that's the general construct of the over overview of the construct. Mm-hmm. So is it easy for somebody to tell when they're being attacked? So it depends on the person. Yeah. If you're sensitive, usually you have some sense that there's something wrong. Mm-hmm. If you're not, it's harder, but there are telltale signs. So if you're constantly getting sick mm-hmm. for really no reason, yeah. like you're constantly have a cold or you're wake up cranky all you, the time, you wake up cranky all the time, or you're achy all the time although that could be a gluten intolerance <laughs> yes it could yes it could um Three yes. problems. Yeah. That, that could be you know you know yeah. again common sense you get sick you go to the doctor right you know i would never say to someone oh you're being psychically attacked because you got a cold because you have a cold yeah. that's silly right. you have a cold you have a cold but if you constantly have a cold right Mm-hmm. Or you constantly are having breathing problems. Once you rule out any medical reasons for this stuff, then you can look at the spiritual okay. piece of it. And, you know, uh, there's other other indicators. If you're constantly tripping, if you are clumsy out of the blue for no reason, if you don't have any other reason mm-hmm. and, you know, you're hurting yourself a lot, yeah. you know, first go to the doctor and make sure you don't have a neurological issue. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you know, look into the energetic causes if, if that's not the case. Having a bad day over and over and over again for weeks on end may be an indicator. Could also be that you've got a spirit in your house that needs to be cleared. Yep. But. Is there sort of, and I feel like this is sort of psychic aspirin uh, in a way, but is there stuff that people can do? You mentioned temporary shields and stuff like that to see if that gives them any relief. I'm assuming at that point, reinforce the fact that, yeah, this is not just a cold. I'm feeling better since I put the shield up. There's mm-hmm. something more going on. Well, so shielding is actually a lot more complicated than people say. Okay. <laughs> if you're going to do it on an ongoing basis Mm -hmm. of short-term shield no big deal you can look up a million ways online to do a short-term shield Mm -hmm. most people start with just a violet flame or a mirror for your basic defensive shield but if you're talking something you're going to walk around with all the time you really need to understand how shields work and how to tune them appropriately so that you don't feel isolated from the world around you and from your friends and loved ones and because you put up that kind of shield with enough strength to hold stuff out you're going to feel isolated if you don't tune it properly absolutely and the other piece of shielding is that you must ground if you don't ground and you just shield kind of worthless yeah as far as i'm concerned it goes splat but it doesn't go anywhere yeah it'll splat on there and just hang out as goo on your shield yeah Mm -hmm. if you ground then it all goes splat 
And it goes, goes away, you know. I, lo- like I, lo- I love the, uh, the sound effects. <laughs> yeah, I'm, 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 a, I'm a walking cartoon. <laughs> if you could see my face, it's even better. <laughs> There's shields, right? We were talking about the shields, but you know the things that chew on you. It, just the random stuff that chews on you. Clearing your energy field is a very quick and easy thing. Yeah. And that's something, again, if you Google it, you'll find 15 different ways to clear your energy field. My favorite one is just to make a sieve at the bottom of my feet that is made out of my energy. And I make it wide enough to encompass my entire aura. Mm. And then I just pull it from below my feet because your aura goes below your feet and below the ground. And you start down at the bottom and you just pull the sieve up. And as you pull the sieve up, you're going to feel resistance when it hits something. Right. Now, I like to make my shield a bug zapper. And so mm-hmm. when it hits something, it goes and the thing gets electrocuted. <laughs> and uh, usually that's enough to stun them off of you. May not destroy them, but it's usually enough to stun them off of you. And then you just keep pulling and pulling up and paying attention and and when you hit feel resistance it goes you know and then eventually you get up above your head again because your aura goes above your head and then you just fling them off and i usually fling them off with the thing of this is your one warning come back and die so (laughs) you know that's an easy quick way to get the schmuggies as i call them you know Mm -hmm. just the schmuggies off of you the biggest challenge for most people with that is staying conscious and and focused long enough because we are an add society these Mm -hmm. days and it generally takes two or three minutes to get through that process and if you're herring off wildly in different directions in the middle of it you may miss stuff you know another really easy way to do it is in the shower Oh, okay. Yeah. There's a little ditty. It goes, water wash the ill away, water wash it gone. As the darkness fades away, comes the rising sun. Water, 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 wash it gone. Water, 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 wash it gone. Water, 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 wash it gone. Water, wash the ill away, water, wash it gone. As the darkness fades away, comes the shining sun. Do it while you're in the shower, while you're soaping yourself down. Easy peasy, say it three or four times, sing it, scream it, whatever. It works great. Okay, so we've talked about there being a difference between an attack from another, I'll say another person, versus being lunch. Yeah. So being lunch, you you mentioned earlier, it's when you're doing work, you're starting to do more work, you become, I think you've called it before, you become the bright and shiny yep. on the astral and they you sort of draw the moths to the flame, if exactly. you will. Only it, the moths are hungry and they like to suck the light out of the flame. <laughs> yes. Is there preventative measures there before it becomes sort of self-defense? Is there preventative measures that people can do to avoid being seen? Honestly, you're bright and shiny before you know how to do these things. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So no. (laughs) (laughs) Um, At least not my experience. Karen, do you have a thought for that? Um, If you have a good teacher, they will teach you how to do that from the beginning. Mm -hmm. It was one of the first things I learned was how to ground and shield. Sure. In fact, it may 
may have been the may have been the first thing I ever learned. Yeah, it's just that normally people find the bright and shininess of themselves before they find their teacher. Yes, is, yes, is that's typically that's how very it goes. true. That's very <laughs> so, true. Yeah, so I, I was probably you, lucky. Yeah, but by the time you're on thirty some episodes of Spirit Sherpa, you're kind of screwed. You're already <laughs> so um, sorry, guys. But you know, go back to the episode on how to find a spiritual teacher. <laughs> and find one now. You can take a class on how to shield and how to ground. Right. And, you know, I mean, those classes are fairly well established. You can get them in a lot of places. I do a shielding class. It's not openly available right now, but if you contact me via email, I can make it available to you. The act of protecting yourself is a complicated one. So if we talk about the law of attraction, right? When you shield, you have to focus on what's going to be effective, but you have to not focus on being afraid of what's going to come at you <laughs> because then you're, you're amplifying right. that energetic in your shield and you're drawing shit to it. It's the same reason why I tell people who have been raped. I say, don't claim survivor for longer than you absolutely have to, or you will bring to you more things to survive. Right. And, you know, beginner people doing this work will regularly check their shields like don't check your shields (laughs) right (laughs) because the assumption when you check your shields is that they're not good that they weren't done right that they were improperly done and what is magic intention what are you intending when you check your shields well i'm intending to find something wrong with them okay don't check your shields just trust that you did it right (laughs) you know if you want to have your teacher check your shields after you've done them great check it once and unless you have reason to believe that they have been breached leave them be yeah don't play with them don't play with them don't look at them don't question whether or not they're strong enough you know it's 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 an inherent belief structure that weakens your defenses (laughs) so you know there's this balance when you do psychic self-defense between i'm going to defend myself but defending yourself before something comes at you says i'm afraid of whatever it is that's coming Mm -hmm. so like kathy and i we do ritual together kathy's like i don't have shields she's like i don't need shields and i don't know why you would need shields she's like i anything comes and knocks on my door i'm just gonna spank it (laughs) (laughs) And, and you know i mean she can but kathy's also not an empath Mm-hmm. Ah, so she doesn't have that problem with knowing where her boundaries are and right. my boundaries are awesome but i still sometimes can something can chew on me before i realize it's there yeah she feels it the minute it arrives and she just goes splat you know and i could do that if i noticed it yeah you know yeah so that that's part that's part of the problem of being an empath one of the things that you need to learn and it was a question that i've often used with people who are going to make boundaries is if something's going on, you sit quietly and you ask, is this my stuff? Right. Or is this someone else's stuff? No. And you usually get a pretty clear answer. Yeah. And that's if you have not done the boundaries for empaths program well. (laughs) If you didn't practice it well, then you really need to ask this question a lot. Yeah. But also if you're, you know, if you're just beginning, it's a good way to learn to do things. And even, even sometimes with really good boundaries, stuff leaks through. It's just the way it is. The other day, I don't know what the heck I was doing, but all of a sudden I felt incredibly sad and I went, okay, what's going on? Who's this coming from? And should I be concerned? And you know, my boundaries are really good, Mm -hmm. but I'm still connected to my husband. Right. And so sometimes I'm like, out of nowhere i'm just like 
And I'm like, what the hell is wrong with me? And I'm like, wait, what's wrong with Jeff? <laughs> Let me go check Jeff. Right. Oh, Jeff's having a bad day. Okay, I'll I'll send him a little love note and then I will strain him out of my energy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, things, yeah. you know, if you're emotionally connected to someone, like a husband, like a child, like a very good friend, stuff gets through and you've got to sit there and go, okay, who in my sphere of influence is not doing so good today? What's going on? And very often you'll get that answer and you can deal with it however you want, but at least you know, oh, I'm sitting here crying for no reason. Why am I sitting here crying? (laughs) And then it can be like, oh, well, okay, so-and-so is having a really bad day, is feeling really sad. And you can continue to sit there crying and saying, it's okay, I'm just letting it drain through. Right. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or you can shut it off. Or you can, you know, filter it out of filter your field. Filter it out. Yeah. yeah. Now, if somebody's trying to get at you, right. you really have to pay attention to those familial connections because yes. they know that you're going to be well protected and they may go after your loved ones to get through to you. I've had that happen where something came after Jeff instead of coming mm. at me because it couldn't get to me. And this is the case of attack versus attack just versus just, you know, mindless feeding. Yeah. So, you know, I had to help Jeff set up his own heavy duty shields mm-hmm. so that that didn't happen because he had to be shielded at least as well as I was because things would think he was the weaker link because right. he's been doing this for not as long as I have. Right. There's a real danger there in terms of mm-hmm. things trying to come at you. So if you're going to be in this and you're going to be a target because you're really bright and shiny on the, the astral, <laughs> it's, it's hard to get to be a target target, you know? You got to really, really piss somebody. You got to piss somebody <laughs> off. You got to show up in a way. You know, you got to do some really unwise magic is a way to make yourself a target. So don't get bigger than your britches, and you'll be okay. Good advice. In general, don't try to save the world until you know how to save yourself. Is is really the the first rule of magic. <laughs> And the other thing I can say about that is if you have people in your life who are psychic vampires, I know in my life, I've actually had to cut them out of my life completely. Yeah. Really? Yes. Hmm. Because I would say 85% of psychic vampires don't know they're psychic vampires. That's true. But the other 15%? Totally know. I know one who's proud of it. Do it really on purpose. Yeah. I had a person in my life like that. And it took me a while to figure out that was going on because of who I am and the way I am. And I had to finally say, bye-bye. Yeah. Mm. Literally cut all ties to this person. Yeah. There was there was one person at one of the events that I would go to regularly, and I'm not going to name it because people might be able to deduce who it is. <laughs> um, but there was an event I went to somewhat regularly for a while, and there would be some drama around her every single year. Mm-hmm. And I was just explaining this to someone in in the dining hall at the time. And as I was explaining to them that this was something that happens, she's being carried in by five people and trailed by another five. Oh my God, you hurt your ankle. I'm so sorry. We're going to take care of you. Blah, blah, blah. And there, the drama is, and I was like, yeah, that's who I was talking about. <laughs> and they're just like, oh my God. And they plopped her down on my cape that was drying in front of the fire. And oh, I'm like, no. Oh no. And I walked over and I said, that's mine. And I ripped it up and I was like, get up. <laughs> you don't get to suck the energy off my cape. Get up. Right. <laughs> it's 
like I just pulled my cape out from under her and, and she was like oh but I'm in paint I'm like no I'm not uh, no <laughs> and I just said you got you got five people fawning over you and five more worried about you that's enough energy for you today yeah. <laughs> I'm going over here I'm taking my cape and going home you know <laughs> so, but you yes. know I was like no I'm not playing and and one of them was a friend of mine who came running over going Kelly can you do healing work and I'm like no <laughs> no find another healer I'm not giving her any of my energy I'm just right. not I, I know I know what this is and I choose not to participate right it's the only time in my life I've ever said no to a healing ever hmm. <clears throat> yeah there are times when no is a great word yeah and you have to learn how to say it and you have to learn how to mean it speaking yeah. of setting boundaries yeah yeah <laughs> yeah well the girlfriend who came over to, to ask me was stunned she was floored because mm. she knew that i was like here's the energy here's the energy anywhere i went mm. right because at the time i was still trying to validate my own existence by being of service mm-hmm. and so i was like yeah i'm all over anything and uh even then i was a big note at that one <laughs> <laughs> okay i think we've thoroughly freaked out our listeners <laughs> That my job is done. <laughs> I, I would say um, that we've very effectively established a uh, cautionary tale here on that there are scary things out there. But in sort of summary, what do we do? What's our next step? So we, we understand we need to do something. As we wrap up the episode, what is our next step? What should we tell the, the folks to do? Okay. So first, clear your house. Yep. Okay. We did an episode on that. You listen to that. Second, Ward your house, which is protect your house. Mm-hmm. Okay. And there are classes that you can take on that. And again, I have a class on that. If you, it's not available on the website. If you want to pursue this path and you want to talk to me about it, get in touch with me and we can talk about it. Kelly um, can do a lot of things. I do a lot of things, but, <laughs> but I don't, I don't advertise them all. So clear your house, ward your house, clear your energy field. Mm-hmm. On a daily basis. On a daily basis. Yes. And then put up your shields. Tune them properly so you don't feel isolated. Ground. Ground. And if you feel attacked, get help. Mm -hmm. Because at the stage that you're at, if you're listening to this podcast, you are not prepared to do that work. Right. If somebody says they've put a curse on you, go to somebody else to lift it. (laughs) Yeah. Never believe a psychic who says there's a curse on you when they first come in because they're just trying to get your money. Mm -hmm. If somebody says there's a curse on you, go to somebody else and have them see if they'll take it off. Or see if they see it to begin yes. with, because oftentimes get, it's just get crap. Get validated. I, right. I mean, if second opinion, get yeah. a second opinion. Yes, yeah. it's like going to another doctor. Yeah. In actuality, out of all the people who have said they were cursed, I think I've seen two that actually were, mm-hmm. and you know, there've been quite a few who said, "Oh, so and so said I had a curse," and I'm like, mm, "No." <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, there's only been two that actually were cursed, okay. and one was coming down a long family line, and the the curse was was being maintained by a insane shaman mm. who was insane before he passed over and had cursed the family for something that they hadn't even done. He was insane. Mm. But he was actively insane on the astral and a really powerful shaman. Mm. And I'm like, oh, this one's going to suck. <laughs> Deadly combination. Yeah. And he was still pissed. And so I got creative because I looked at it and went, this is going to be a big old battle and it's going to take a lot more time than I want to deal with. And so I called up the gods of karma Mm. and I said, this family never did anything to cause all of this destruction that he has created. And they said, I will handle him. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> I was like, karma has come to visit you. <laughs> and they did. They got in between him and them and me. And I haven't seen him since. <laughs> and I'm really happy about that. So, yeah. you know, sometimes you don't have to do the work yourself. And sometimes you shouldn't do the work yes. yourself. If I had tried to do that clearing 20 years ago, I'd have gone into my warrior priestess. Exactly. And I probably would have gotten very hurt. And actually, the wisdom of even if you're a really experienced practitioner, so there are some things you just can't do yourself. Yeah. Or you shouldn't do yourself. And yeah. you call in another practitioner to do it for you or to help you or to guide you because you can't see what's going on outside of the the attack that's coming at that's your face. right that's right so yeah then and that's been the case too i've been called i've called you know, you know once and, you've been doing this work for a while you you build up a group of friends then right which is why karen and i are here today <laughs> uh, but you build up a group of friends where you're just like uh help, help. <laughs> yes and it's like yeah. you know you, uh, my boyfriend got possessed by a demon while i was having sex with him help <laughs> that that sort of thing you know not that that happened really no <laughs> so like my daughter's in malawi and something happened with her boyfriend's family farm and she called me and i said well what are they doing about it and she said well his parents are going to the village witch doctor. And I said, okay, then I am not going to get involved. No. <laughs> and she's like, but, but I'm like, no, honey, you don't understand. I am not going to cross another magical practitioner unless I am invited. Mm -hmm. She goes, well, I want to do something. And I said, okay, the simplest thing to do is to get a picture of the property and put a white candle on it and leave it alone. I said, this way you are not interfering with whatever the witch doctor is telling them to do, and you are not interfering with his magic. Right. I said, you don't want to go there. No. Mm. And she was like, okay. And I said, unless you have permission from the village witch doctor, you don't want to interfere. Yeah. yeah. You just don't. Yeah. A friend of mine invited me to her house to help out with the house clearing. And I was like, yeah, okay. I showed up. And there was a shaman she had asked to come and do the clearing. Mm -hmm. And he was unpacking his bucket of stuff. Now, I I was just there for moral support as far as I was concerned. She asked me to be there. Mm -hmm. I was there. Fine. And he was unpacking his stuff and he brought out his eagle feather and he brought it out and he stopped and he looked at me kind of weirdly and he said, this has never happened before. I have to introduce my eagle feather to you. <laughs> and I went, okay. And he passed it over and I communed with the feather for a moment and I passed it back and he said, why didn't you tell me you were a shaman? And I went, didn't seem relevant. It was your gig. Right. I'm, I'm wasn't there to say, Ooh, here I come to save the day. I am the magic shaman. You know, it's not, it's not the thing, yeah. you know, and, and, you know, he was gracious and mm -hmm. said, why don't we do this together? Mm -hmm. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I would have been just as happy to just be there as moral support. Right. Because it wasn't my gig. You have to have respect for other practitioners. The Absolutely. way you piss people off is to not have respect for other practitioners. <laughs> If you piss off somebody who's more powerful than you, you get a psychic helmet slapped on your head and you get some sneaky magic put up around you because you're a child and you can't be trusted with magic. Right. And I'm just going to set you up to not hurt others because mm -hmm. you can't be trusted. You well, know? sometimes it's also important to keep people safe from themselves. That too. You have to be very careful who you piss off. I remember walking through a parking lot in San Francisco with a friend of mine. We were on a cross-country trip and... There was a guy who walked by who was carrying something very important in a case. 
and that no one was supposed to know about. And I knew about it in just a flash because I was not very good with my boundaries and I just picked it up. Mm -hmm. And I knew if he knew, I knew I was in mortal danger. Mm. And I immediately switched on clueless tourist mode <laughs> and went, ha 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 ha, nobody know, no, nobody here. I'm just so clueless. La 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 la. And I'm looking at my friend and going, we're going to walk over here. Oh, did you hear about this touristy thing down here? We have to go to Alcatraz. We haven't been to Alcatraz, have we? Blah, blah, blah. And she's like, what the hell are you doing? I said, shut up and go with it. <laughs> la 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 la. And we walked away and got out of her view of him. And I made sure I was at the point where he was no longer visible because mm-hmm. I knew if she looked at him, she was going to probe him by accident because of her fear. Right. And I knew that would have been the end of the story because he was very aware. Mm. I fucked up. I was reading somebody I had no right to read. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I it would have been bad for me if I had been caught. Mm. It's not something to play with. People think, oh, it's fun. They look at me Harry Potter and they look at, you know, the craft. Oh, my God. The craft was the <laughs> worst thing that ever happened to magic. And, you know, they look at all these things and they think, oh, magic is fun. It's like, well, yeah, magic can be fun. It's also like learning how to work with nuclear power. It's very powerful and it's awesome and it can power houses and do all kinds of stuff. And it could also blow up and go Chernobyl Mm -hmm. and melt Mm. down into the, the core of the earth and cause death and destruction everywhere. In the hands of someone who understands it and it has suitable amounts of respect for what is happening and concern about the dangers, you're okay. But without it, you will hurt yourself and possibly others. Yeah. Don't be light with it. Don't be silly with it. Every time I've gotten my ass handed to me, it's because I did not take the magic seriously. Hmm. Good to keep in mind. All right, folks, you have learned a lot today. <laughs> and we've had a lot of fear, but also good learning. So yeah. thank you both again, as always. You're welcome. And folks, if you have any questions about this, which I would be floored <laughs> if you did not, <laughs> but if you have any questions about this episode or any episode of Spiritripa, make sure that you reach out to Kelly. She's happy to take your questions. And if they if they fit, we'll answer them on the air. Email Kelly at K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. And if you have an idea for an episode that you'd like to hear, by all means, give us a shout. Let us know what that is, because we love to get ideas for episodes from you guys. So we tell you what you want to hear. You tell us what you want to hear. So we tell you what you want to hear. So, so we- I tell. Yeah. Oh, so so they hear what they want to hear. By <laughs> so you telling I, them. I tell them. <laughs> oh, yeah. OK. <laughs> <laughs> so that we get to, to talk about what you want to hear about. How about that? There you go. <laughs> I like that one. I like that one better. <laughs> I'm like, no, that's what I want to say. <laughs> and then I'm like, no, that's really not what I want to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Let me talk about what you want to hear. There you go. How about sometimes that? Sometimes <laughs> after a long day of recording, oh folks, God. we start to break down mentally oh. just a little bit. I'm a little punchy. <laughs> <laughs> but... Just the same. Make sure that you rate us on your podcast platform. If you are listening on iTunes or on Stitcher or something like that, by all means, please rate us and rate us well so that people can find us. We love you and we hope you love us. And we're really happy that you're there. And we want to have more people be there, too, because we want to get the word out. Absolutely. Share us with your friends in all the ways that you can. All right, folks, that's all that we have for this week. We want to 
Thank you for joining and be sure to join us next time as Kelly adds yet another chapter into your beginner's guide to energy, magic, and the spirit world. I'm Joey C. here with Kelly Sparta and Karen Baskin, and you have been listening to Spirit Sherpa. So long, everyone. Bye. Bye-bye. Spirit Trippa is the sole property of Kelly Sparta Enterprises and is distributed under Creative Commons BY-NC-ND 4.0 license. For more information about this licensing, please go to creativecommons.org. Any requests for deviations to this licensing should be sent to K-E-L-L-E at K-E-L-L-E-S-P-A-R-T-A dot com. That's Kelly at kellysparta.com. To sign up or to get more information on the programs, offerings, and services referenced in this episode, please go to kellysparta.com. This episode of Spirit Trippa has been produced by Honu Voice Production. And my love and my life and me. Are you waking up to the spiritual world and realizing that you have no idea what you're doing, but you feel like you kind of probably should, especially since you seem to be seeing things and feeling things and having things see you that maybe aren't so great and that you might want to actually control your experience of that. Well, I have great news for you because our Welcome to the Woo program does just that for you. It teaches you how to hold your energy field, manage your energy field, clear your energy field, protect your energy field, and learn how to protect your space. And you learn how to do basic divination and talk to your guides so that you feel like you actually have a clue and have a way to talk to the guides that will help you to figure everything else out. And it teaches you how to make sure that you feel mentally, emotionally, and energetically safe. That means that we also deal with things like fear and anxiety and worry and dread and self-doubt and inner and outer judgments. And we help you build a foundation of self-support and courage. All of these things together create a solid sense of safety in your own life. They will reduce your stress levels in half, guaranteed. So visit the website at kellysparta.com and find out more about the Welcome to the Woo program. Your future awaits.